hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm so excited that you decided to tune into this episode today because it's such a great motivational one. We are joined by Sammy Beatrice talking all about passion. There are so many different levels to passion. So we talk about first, how can you even find things that you're passionate about? And then what happens once you find those activities? How do you start living in your passion more? How can you be more motivated by the things that you're doing in life and just live a life that you're happier with? And so I love this conversation. It's talking about how to just build up from the ground up. And I think that you're going to walk away with this feeling motivated and inspired and make sure that you hit subscribe so that way you would never miss any new episodes. Hey guys, today we are joined by Sammy Beatrice. She's the CEO of Your Passion Agency and a motivational speaker who helps people become more productive and really lets their passion shine through. Additionally, she helps teens and young adults find their passion and create it into something magical. I'm so excited that you're here today, Sammy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to chat. Yeah, I was wondering if you could give us a little bit about your background and how you ended up in this passion space. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So basically, I never thought I'd be in where I am today in the industry I'm in today. But I for years and years, I wanted to be a teacher. And so I was like, this is I love this. I'm so good at it. Like, you know, in second grade, I'd be helping my other like, you know, classmates at their homework and stuff like that. And I just like I just pursued that. So then there was an opportunity that opened up in my local religious school where I could become a teacher's assistant at 12, I think it was. And so I decided to do that, obviously because it was teaching and that's what I love to do and at about 15 16 I became an assistant teacher where I did more of the lesson plans I did more of the lessons and you know really really helped them and then I took a semester abroad in Israel and I realized that I wanted to be more than a teacher and over time I had been sort of just going back and forth with like being a therapist or being a life coach or being a teacher obviously they're all very similar And then after I was in Israel, I sort of looked at it and I was like, I want to have a Jewish aspect to it as well. Cause like, I am one of the most Jewish people you ever meet in your entire life. Like, it's just like, that's pretty much part of my personality. Um, I was like, I want to be a rabbi. That's the ultimate, you know, like therapist, life coach, teacher with Judaism in it. Like that is the ultimate thing. Um, And so I continued teaching at the religious school until literally about a year ago and I saw how it impacted my day I saw how every day I would go to school and I would be excited to you know go to work right after school and that was because I was passionate about it and then one day in public speaking we had to do a motivational speech and I was trying to think of a topic to come up with like I had no idea like was I going to do it on like you know resilience or you know perseverance or like I had no idea and then I literally don't know how it came up but I was like wait I really love my job that I've had since I was 12 and I was like there's something about that that just makes sense what if I develop a process on how to find your passion and so I did a copious amounts of research. At that time, I was also listening to like the Rachel Hollis podcast, the Ed Milet show and like all those people like that. And so I had the, the, their thoughts influenced into me as well. And 
one day I was just driving home from work and I was like, I just hit record on like on the voice memos on my phone. And I just started ranting about how to find your passion. And I was like, this is it. I was like, this is the thing I need to do, you know, for my speech. And then after that, my teacher was like, you know, why don't you start a podcast, like a legitimate podcast? And I was like, okay, I guess so. So me being the ambitious person I am, I went after it, you know, I, I, you know, I started it up. I just, I named it the Fashion Your Passion podcast because I knew that passion, I wanted that to be like the main thing and pretty much everything I did because that's how my whole sort of journey started. From there, like there have just been so many things that I've wanted to do and I've started and, and learned about. And so I was like, you know what, like, let's just go for it. So that's sort of where we are today. That's awesome. So it looks, you know, a little bit different from what you thought at the beginning. But I mean, you still have that underlying of teaching and motivating and still all the things that you loved from being like a teacher to, okay, how could that apply to being like a rabbi and the podcaster and all of that? I love that. Yeah, it's funny, because like, you look at it, and it's like, oh, you know, you're not really doing a traditional job anymore and you're not, you know, doing the same thing you wanted to do, but it's like, it's pretty much the same. Like I'm still teaching and I'm still, you know, doing all the things. And my mom, she always wanted me like in the beginning of like the beginning of college, she was like, why don't you just like minor in education too, just in case. And I was like, no, I was like, we're going to go full force. Like, you know, my degree is in, or it's going to be in marketing counseling and journalism media studies and so I was like this is what I need to do this is where I'm going like that's that's it you know so it's it's crazy how like I feel like everyone has like an overarching purpose you know so it's like for me it's like helping others in a sense so, like however that was going to manifest it was going to manifest in the right way and one day I looked at myself and I was like we're not going to work a nine to five like I'm, I didn't want to feel trapped in that like idea of like you have to go to the same place every single day and stuff like that because like I want to travel like just everywhere and so I was lucky enough to sort of have that thought very early on but yeah it's been a wild ride for sure yeah so I'd love to talk more into trying to find your passions you know the person that's listening that is like you know might know what it feels like to live in your passion but they don't have that right now how do you go about trying to find what you're passionate about I am the biggest proponent for like living your life I honestly like if it wasn't COVID I would be just like doing like going everywhere just like having spontaneous trips just like doing all the things and that's the key for me I think is to find something you're passionate about is that exploration aspect so like go do the things you, you've always wanted to do whether it's you know bungee jumping off a cliff or skydiving or you know, whatever it is, or even simplest things like fixing your car on your own or, or building a computer or whatever it is. And you can find something you love to do in that. The story I always tell is my math teacher in high school, he didn't want to pay like $2,000 to get his car fixed. So he decided to do it on his own. And he looked up on YouTube, like how to, you know, how to fix a certain part in your car or whatever. Um, and he fixed it. He saved a bunch of money. But he became obsessed with cars and how they worked out for that. And that became one of his passions. And it just shows that like anything you do, you can sometimes like just fall in love with. Like the Your Passion Agency, 
started because I fell in love with social media management after one of my friends asked me, do you know a social media manager? And I said, I could do it. I had no idea I was going to even get into that realm of, of, you know, that industry, but now we're, you know, now we're here. And so it's just that exploration piece and just going out and like not getting so caught up either. And like, oh my gosh, I don't have something I'm passionate about. I can't live my life. Like I can't do X. I can't do Y. Like passion doesn't have to sort of dominate your life. It's just something, it's an extra little something that allows you to become a better person every single day than the person you were the day before. But also it allows you to do things you didn't think you were going to do. It gives you that courage. It gives you that stamina to say, oh yeah, maybe I should go skydiving or maybe I should just, you know, go out on a limb and just start that business of mine. You know, whatever it is really, like that's what I think of when I think of, you know, sort of figuring out what you want to do is just like, just explore and do things, you know, cross off your bucket list and like live your freaking life and you're going to find something you love to do while doing that. I promise you. Yeah. No, I I love that you're kind of talking about, you know, passion. It just more looks like the motivation to help you get to the next stage. Because I think with fitness, you know, a lot of people have a passion for fitness. And then there's the other side of it that's like, I can't get myself to do it. (laughs) And it's like, well, maybe you just haven't explored the way that fits best for you. You know, you see people that pick up running and then it becomes such a passion of theirs they decide to do marathons right like it starts as something little as you said but right like passion is almost that motivation that keeps you showing up yeah I mean you just hit it you right on the head like that was perfect yeah (laughs) yeah so I would love to talk about your dream method too that you talk to people about um can you talk about like how you even explored that and what that is yeah for sure so dream is the third step in the passion process Um, and so the first step is just to find something you're passionate about in your day your week your month whatever it is and the second step is to realize that's your passion right now so I'm a big proponent of like passions change I mean I am a clear example of that and so you just realize that it's your passion right now it doesn't have to become your future career or your job like all that fun stuff like that and the third step is to dream which like you said is an acronym and it stands for design radiant energy and move and my biggest this is my favorite favorite step like whenever i am doing a speech or anything i literally like i like go so ham on this because The idea of taking action and the idea of taking action when you're passionate is so powerful because for me, I believe that when you are passionate about something, you have this extra fire inside of you. You have the the urge and the the excitement to want to get things done, to want to be able to achieve something. And so I always, always say design radiant energy from your passion and move with that energy and go so fast and so far that you can't even stop. Because once you start and you go, there are so many magical things that can happen. It's crazy. I've seen so many people 
go after, find their passion and go after it and achieve so many beautiful things. One of my friends who is also a college student really, really wanted to start a podcast and a brand. And so I helped her. And basically what it is, it's it's helping high school seniors and like college freshmen, like get through their years and it's blossomed into literally helping students across the country like she has people she talks to from New York to California to Washington to Vermont like it's crazy the impact she's making all because she decided to go after her passion and I honestly think that idea of you need to just let go of all of the the fears the worries that oh I can't do this because x or oh I can't do this because y and just go after it because you do not know what could happen. Yeah, I love that. So I didn't realize this was kind of like the later step, right? So first you have to explore and it's like, what even does your passion look like? But then this part of it is like, okay, now that you found it, actually act on it, right? Like actually go out and do it and live it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it I, it's funny because like I every time I tell my story people are like oh my gosh like you just sort of you know cruised through life and I was like um no actually I didn't but like sure you can think that but I didn't and you know this process could take anywhere the whole process could take anywhere from two weeks to two years it really depends on you know like passions sometimes come up automatically and sometimes they take years to find I am just super, super lucky that I found mine at such, such a young age. Um, You know, not everyone has that, but it's the whole point of it being a process is for you to really just go and just find yourself and like just become a lot more self-aware. It's honestly all about you rather than like getting a job or societal norms or stuff like or like what other people want you to do. It's pretty much all about you and improving you because it has you take a look at your life and realize, you know, what brings you joy, what doesn't bring you joy. It's basically like Marie Kondo in your whole entire life. It's like that idea of like, what are these things that are holding me back? What are these things that I'm doing just because someone told me to do them? What are these things that I'm doing because, you know, I feel like I need to do them and I could actually, you know, either delegate them or just take them out of my life entirely. And so, you know, the process is, it's a process. It's a journey. And there's no like, oh, I'm ready for it now. It's like, hop on it as soon as you can and you'll become ready for it. Yeah, I love that. And I think another really important part of what you've been saying too with this being a process is with your own story, when you found something that you're passionate about, you weren't afraid to leave the old passions behind or your old identity behind or anything like that. Like once you explored and you found something, you know, you were able to kind of build on that, right? You weren't like, oh, I really want to become a rabbi, but I really love this assistant teaching job, right? Like you still leaned into it, which I think is a really important part of that process too. Yeah, I definitely was scared to sort of make those leaps um, because they were massive leaps. But I realized that if I didn't go for it, I didn't know what was going to happen. 
right? And so if I stayed where I was and just sort of, you know, toggled with the idea of it, then I didn't know what the possibilities were for me in that new thing that at the moment excited me a little bit more. And so with that fear, I sort of took that fear as like, oh, I'm actually excited for this thing. I'm not scared. I'm excited. And so I sort of changed that energy. And then I sort of just honestly went for it. And luckily, like, I was still in high school. And so I had a little bit more room to sort of brainstorm and sort of have that shift going on. But it turned out for the better. I mean, it shifted again, but I just sort of, you know, decided to go for it, even though I knew I was leaving a lot of security and safety behind. I just had that urge to like, be like, all right, you know what, screw it. Let's just do it. See what happens. We, we know we can fall back on X if we need to, you know, and just go from there. Yeah, definitely. So people, you know, that might be in our position where they're younger or earlier in their careers, you know, that does feel a little bit safer. But also for the people that might be a little bit older and listening to this and like, oh, I wish I found this, you know, in high school. I really like the quote. and I'm not sure if you've heard it, but it's like the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. But the second best time to plant it is today. You know, so if you're listening to this today, and you might have that spark of passion, you're like, oh, but it's too late for me. Like, the second best time to do it is right now if you haven't done it already. So I think leaving that too. Yeah, I always say like, I don't really care how old you are, how young you are. Like you, if you have something you're passionate about, like you need to go after it. Like I, I don't, it doesn't matter. It does not matter because no one's looking at that. You know, like no one, again, it's about you and what you want to do. Do you want to spend, you know, if you're 60, the next 30, 40 years, like, doing something you hate, longing to do this passion that you're, you know, that you just found, or are you 18 and you're stuck in the idea that you have to go to college or you have to get a degree, you know, but you have this idea to do something else. Like you have to do it, you know? And, and the idea of sort of looking back and being like, oh crap, I wish that I did X or Y honestly scares me to death. Like I never want to look back and have regrets about what I did. You know, I never want to look back and be like, I should have done X or Y that, which is why I'm sort of doing it now. Yeah, no, I love that. And so we covered steps one, two, and three. Are there steps beyond that or did we cover them all? No, I mean, honestly, like step three is like the ultimate steps. Like once you reach that, like you're just, you know, you've completed all the levels. But, you know, there are like, there honestly are like mini steps in between. Obviously, the steps that I mentioned are very, very broad. Uh, And so in between those, like, it's, again, a lot of self-exploration and a lot of self-discovery that happens in between these steps and, and you know, sort of the mental battles with yourself of like, do I do X or do I do Y or you know, I'm sort of going through that myself right now, actually. And then honestly, like sometimes even once you hit the step, the third step, like you could go back to the beginning. Some people have that where it's like, oh, they, they're, do, they're, you know, running with a passion for so long. And then it's like, okay, now that that's done, we can move on to something else. So it really just depends on where you are in your journey and sort of what you want to do with it. Yeah, no, I love that. And so what do you think is the hardest part about living with passion and this whole process? Oh, gosh. Um, I think that 
the hardest part I think is the days where you don't have passion or motivation and you think to yourself, oh crap, then this is not my passion then. Because if this is one day where I don't have, well, I don't want to do the things that I want to do. It's hard to look at that because, you know, and then have that mentality because people think a lot of the time that like, once you find your passion, you have to, you're going to be so excited every day and you're going to be motivated every day. But like, honestly, like, I'll be really honest with you. Like these past couple of months, I really haven't been passionate about pretty much anything. Not because I'm not living out my passions, but because there are other things going on in my life that just are really not, not the greatest. And so I think that's the hardest part is like just realizing that passion isn't going to cure you and passion isn't going to be the the end-all be-all for your happiness. It just is a part of your happiness. I love that. So it's like using passion is not a band-aid or cure, but it's almost just the direction that you're going. Well, yeah, I always look at it as like a tool in your toolkit, right? So it's not like, it's not the toolkit itself. It's just a part of the toolkit. I love that. Actually, when the episodes I just released, we were talking about like meal prepping and recipes and she used that same thing. And, you know, that's kind of what this is, right? You're just learning more tools, putting more things in your tool belt. I'm so glad that you said that. (laughs) So what is one last piece of advice that you'd love to leave everyone with today? I mean, the biggest, biggest, biggest thing that I could literally say to anyone is just, just go for it. The thing you've been wrestling with for months for years like just go for it it's not worth your mental energy to keep asking questions and to keep battling it if you are really set on doing it and if you have a plan that is going to like help you survive every single day there's no time to waste and you have to just go for it and just try it out see what happens because magical things could happen in the things you didn't know we're going to create those magical things for you yes i love that i've loved this whole conversation thank you for joining us sammy where can everyone find you learn more about you your podcast all of that absolutely so you can find everything at sammybeatrice.com but on instagram it's at sammybeatrice s-a-m-m-i b-e-a-t-r-i-c-e and fashion at fashion your passion so that's fashion letters you are passion awesome well thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for tuning in if you enjoyed this podcast do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your instagram story you can tag me at girls gone healthy podcast at girls gone healthy podcast come say hi come say what's up I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.